Hello everybody and welcome to It Was Tuesday with your host James Chen. Uh, got some cool stuff to talk about and obviously we are nearing ever so closer to EVO. Uh, coming up in under a month now and it's absolutely wild and it feels frightening <laughs> it feels frightening uh, to say the least that Evo is so close but uh, speaking of uh, interesting things at Evo we'll talk about this in just a little bit but before we can even get to that at all uh, we do need to talk about the fact that Capcom has revealed Rashid uh, as, uh, you know, obviously we knew he was the first DLC. We knew he was coming in season one. Uh, we didn't know exactly when he was going to drop. Most of us assumed his revealed trailer would be shown at EVO and that after Sunday, you know, after Top 8, they would be like, hey, check out the trailer for Rashid, and then be like, playable now, you know, kind of thing like this. But uh, they've dropped him a little bit early, and early enough to be, yes, playable at EVO, which is going to be insane. But like I said, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, let's actually just go over Rashid's trailer in detail over here. We're going to do the thing that we typically do where uh, we are going to watch the trailer one time uh, through without any sort of interruptions or anything like that. And then we are going to go through the trailer little by little, see if we can spot any of the, the interesting things that we can see in the trailer. So uh, let's go ahead and do that over here. Yoink. Uh, oh my god, everything actually worked. My camera is actually available. This is a shock. All right, let's go. Uh, uh, Evo is so expensive now. Yeah, I mean, for sure it's, uh, it's very, very pricey, but it also costs a lot to run. <laughs> it costs a lot to run now. So, um, boy, man, I don't even want to think about the bills that Evo has to pay. Oh boy, but let's go. Let's watch some Rashid and uh, let me know if the volume is too loud or anything. But like I said, one time through first, and then we will go through little by little here. Come here! 
from Street Fighter 5? I think it is, but I swear to God, like, he sounds different, and he sounds like another person that I know from another game or show or something, and I can't figure it out, but, like, he has a lot more squeak in his voice in this game, right? Like, you should try it. Like, he didn't do that as much in Street Fighter 5, I felt like, and honestly, like, I know they gave Rashid some personality in, the, in, in, in Street Fighter 5, but he just feels so much more <laughs> fleshed out in this game and you know that that's just how it's been right that's always just how it's been i, I love uh i love the way okay I i'll get into that in a little bit but i love the way that he plays but yes i i agree lexa programmer i'm actually not a fan of so every character has their own logo for their name and uh, I don't I don't like the name logo for Rashid because it is the uh, what they call the the wonton fonts basically or you know the basically it's just using the Asian language as a font kind of thing. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. I saw it. I wasn't really happy with it. But I mean, uh, I don't know if they'll change it at some point in time. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, at this point in time, it's probably locked in. Um, however, uh, just in terms of what the character is doing and how he plays and everything like that, I mean, he looks kind of scary. I will address a little bit. Someone says that he looks like he's going to be, uh, looks so, a lot like Kimberly. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's going to be very different than what Kimberly is. So let's go through this, uh, in slow-mo and just kind of analyze this. First of all, I also want to say is like, was he always supposed to be a parkour kind of character because in street fighter 5 i really never got that kind of vibe from rashid like i never really got it from him uh but clearly he's supposed to be uh super super parkour heavy now i mean just look at this intro over here right i mean that's all parkour moves jumping off of things springing off and landing and flipping and spinning and all this stuff like that so he's supposed to be uh god what is with the dude what are those dude what are those on his feet dude like his design is so sick but like, what is with the blue on the shoes? It's so weird, the blue green on the shoes. I guess it matches a little bit the bracelet that he has over there. So it ties in the colors together a little bit. But honestly, like this new design is sick. I mean, they made Rashid a good looking dude. <laughs> it's flubber. He uses flubber. That's how he does the parkour is because he has flubber shoes on. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he looks fantastic, and he is a good-looking dude, man. Like, they they made him super handsome in this game, which is really cool as well. But, yeah, I mean, again, yes, I do not like the name font. It is that 
it is the standard kind of using someone else's language as aesthetic. Uh, I'm very uh, down on that when you do that with Asian names these days. People always making fake Chinese letters to make it look like an Asian kind of font. And I'm not not a fan of that kind of thing. So it's not even just a difficulty to read it. It's just that it's, it's you know... Le- <sighs> Like the we're, I, I it's it's hard to explain. Other people have uh, have been able to express why it's bad uh, better than I can. Let's just put it that way. So, but again, starting off with some normal moves here. Uh, usually, accent color because they are a different material. My lifting shoes are like that. Interesting. Okay. Um. So that's probably a standing medium kick, and yeah, his background probably gonna be Nashal, I'm guessing. So, <laughs> Street Fighter using cultural tropes is like peanut butter and jelly. I, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, they're better about it in this game than a lot of the other uh, games. Like, I know they've been consciously trying to move away from a little bit of that, but uh, you know, with the with the font stuff like that, I, I don't think people are aware of that. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I, I think people are, um, they think it's kind of like a, uh, an honorific. They probably could think it's like, Hey, it's respect. Look what we're doing kind of thing. But you know, there's, there's a certain element of it would be like, you know, the language isn't, 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 you know, an aesthetic, like it's just, it's literally just our language. <laughs> Like, it's just our language, you know what I mean, kind of things, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I can explain. These are actual letters in Arabic used as English letters. Oh, do they actually use real Arabic letters? (laughs) Because I thought they just made up things that looked Arabic, to be honest with you. Um... Yeah, it depends. Like, it, 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 it obviously depends on the person that you talk to as, uh... Kloju says in the chat here for sure uh, it's def- he says it's a tough subject or they say it's a tough subject sometimes people love it you know for sure uh, but I really hope one of his taunts is to stop and pump his shoes that would be amazing <laughs> that would be amazing but what is this button here I have never seen this button like what the hell button is that for Rashid that is a crazy one here. Oh dang, it's like a flip kick too. Look at this. Uh flip. It's a flip kick. Jesus, it might even be like an anti-air or something. Like I wonder if when it's swinging on the way up it has the ability to hit. Can't believe everything is still popping. Sorry about the audio. I need an audio expert to come to my house and try to help me solve this uh honestly. I really need someone to try to help me with this. Yeah, it could be 1HK. It could even be 6HK or something. It could be all sorts of things. Could just be standing HK. So instead of flipping forward, he flips back. But we'll see, obviously. So that's his towards strong, right? But instead of staying on, like, towards strong, towards medium punch in Street Fighter V was this double hit. And it was a nice looking little move. But my God, like, Compare that Street Fighter V towards medium punch to this one, and the personality is already that much more apparent. Like, <clears throat> all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here's my haterade statement for the day, okay? This is my 
James Chen is being unusually uh, trolly and kind of uh, mean-spirited here. But that towards medium punch right there makes Rashid's towards medium punch in Street Fighter V look like an NRS move, okay? Uh, let me tell you, because this one is just like, it's so cool looking. It is so cool looking. I mean, the fact that he actually goes into the air and all that stuff like that. Oh, you're going to be in town for a few weeks, huh? Yeah, I, Jude, Elon, I switched your microphone. I switched the USB cable and it all doesn't work. It, it nothing fixed the popping so let me know yeah just hit me up Elon and, and maybe we could see if we could figure out what's going on so and so then he has this is this his overhead did this replace his towards medium punch because again like everything he's doing now is so much more parkour related right because before his overhead was he just leaped down and punched down but now look at this like it's, it's kind of bad in a way that it's a lot more easy to spot, but still, like, it's just so cool looking. And not only that, but it looks a lot like his towards medium punch, right? It looks like, see how the towards medium punch spins and starts? And he kind of does the same, but going into the air. Uh, I mean, dude, if that's his new overhead, like, dude, everything he looks, it just looks so good. Everything he does just looks so good. And then this whole taunt here, I just want to know who motion captured this taunt. But it looks so good. And to be honest with you, coming from Rashid, yes, I was just about to talk about this, Professor Maven. I almost feel like they did this because, you know, uh, what is what is the, the headgear called? I don't want to call it the wrong name. Uh, Rashid's headgear from Street Fighter V. I mean, we went from a point where that thing protruded through his chest every time during the versus screen uh, with <laughs> with the clipping uh, on the 3D models to the top where the the clothing physics here is so good and there's no clipping and I mean, look at this thing. Look at it, dude. It's so good. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, man. Okay, so that's his forward throw. And again, everything is all, like, athletic now. He's so... So, again, you know, it really feels like they... they, they whenever they design a character, they specifically have a, a, a motive... A, 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 a theme to their moves, right? And it's it's really neat. So like I said, I love that Manon's moves are about gracefulness, right? Like it almost doesn't make sense that she does as much damage as she does because everything looks so fluid. But they went with the grace. Marisa, they just went with, you know, punch hard. JP, everything is so, like, effortless. Like, he just does things and it's just whatever. And R Rashid is all about athleticism. Oh, uh, Kafia. Kafia. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you, Lucent. Thank you, Vang, Vang Horn. Uh, but, like, everything is about athleticism with Rashid now. They really took what Rashid was, and they just, act, like, like I said, was he parkour before? I mean, he flipped, 
but it wasn't like this. And now everything he does is like everything. No, he still has a projectile. He still has a projectile. Uh, but like everything is super athletic. Even this throw, like look at the way he like messes with your legs and then he kicks you and it's, he does the same thing here. And this is the back throw. It's just like everything is about these leaps and parkour jumps and everything like that. And it's, uh, just the thematicness of the characters is so good. Like, this is this is a game right here where if you just had a Mokojin actually do everybody's move, you just know what character it is, even if you really haven't watched a lot of Street Fighter VI, right? You just see the theming on the on the actual uh, on the actual moves, and it's just so cool. Oh, is that an air throw? Oh God, they gave everybody air throws. And I swear to God, someday I really hope, <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like Shaheen and Rashid are like really related or something like that. <laughs> because like now he has this air throw where he catches you and he surfs on you. Doesn't Shaheen do that too? Shaheen surfs on you as well, right? <laughs> but dude, everybody in this, in this game has freaking air throws, man. <laughs> Like, I feel like half the cast has air throws, dude. Seriously. Dude, he looks so good, Ke Kevamati. Like, I don't necessarily know if he's, like, the best-looking character in the game, like, easily. But he's kind of the best-looking character in the game, like, easily. Because <laughs> he looks sick, dude. Like, he looks super cool. And, and like I said... I. I love the fact that they made him so, I mean, look, we see that in Guilty Gear Strive. Wake Up Super says uh, DLC privileges, and that's true because that happened in Strive, too, because honestly, like, when we saw, like, Bridget and Testament and Biken and just, my God, they look so good. And remember in Exerd, especially in Exerd, where they were first learning how to do that kind of graphics, like, the launch roster was beautiful looking, and then... Every DLC character they added to Strive was just like, what the hell? Oh my god, they're so good looking. So same thing is happening in this right now. So let's see here, running. Oh, he has the running slide. Now, did he have a running slide? He didn't have a running slide before. <laughs> he did not have a running slide. He only had the running... Uh, the running into the uh, eagle spike. Uh, yeah, so this is where this is where the worry of that he's similar to Kimberly is coming in. Is these kind of situations here the running slide? But dude, he tags you with his hand on the other side. Ooh, pow, smack! That's so cool. But it's not a knockdown. Interestingly, it's not a knockdown. So here's the running overhead. Yep, there it is, the running overhead with the low crush. But again, what's interesting for him is he actually doesn't knock people down. Is that a cross-up? We don't know Sparkle Rainbow because we don't know what this move looks like on block. He might not even get to the other side if you block it. He might just get stuck like a block and then just like stay there for himself to die. So it'll be really interesting to see how that move behaves on block. But yeah, there's the running overhead right there. 
And then there's the projectile, as always. He's still got the projectile. So now they showed a bunch of new stuff. Now here's like, here's the classic stuff. And yeah, come to think of it, when he threw the tornado, he always kind of did a little parkourish spin. But it was not like this, right? Did he even go into the air? He didn't even go into the air when he threw the tornado before. It was like a fancy acrobatic spin, but this is like straight up like one of those parkour leaps that you see all the time, right? And now it just looks so cool. I mean, like he literally does a 720 throwing this fireball, right? So he's like one, two, like three. Dude, he does a 1080. <laughs> He does a 1080 throwing this fireball, dude. Look at this. One, two, three. He does three whole spins in that whole entire thing. And then a spinning mix. I mean, Rashid was popular because he was a very, very strong character, Lucent. Uh, not Lucent, uh, Tree Fox. Tree Fox, so... But there's the spinning mixer, and it looks like it's going to be a true, the medium one at least, looks like it's going to be a true anti-air. Because if you're beating Luke's jump attack, you're probably, it's probably an anti-air. Oh, but Luke didn't touch a button. Okay. Luke just jumped in like a chump. So we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Okay. Okay. What in the world is, okay. So he has a point blank fireball now? that he throws here like this, he kicks into a fireball. So does he have different animations for the different strengths? And the different strengths do more than just send the tornado different directions. Because this one, if you look, he kicks you, but he still launches a tornado. As you can see at Luke's legs, there's a tornado there. And he still has the ability to V-skill cancel it into a roll and to the kick. So he still has that. And again, that kick is like a freaking parkour pose again. And it just, like everything that Rashid did in Street Fighter V was like functional versions of the kick. But this looks so cool. They're comparing Rashid to El Fuerte? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. El Fuerte is designed to annoy the hell out of you which is why in ultra he was such a problem because they made a lot of his stuff too strong and they ne didn't nerf his annoyance factor so like one of the reasons why i i i i i have a sour feeling with the way street fighter 4 ended <laughs> Is less Elena, more Rashi. I'm not uh, more El Fuerte because I really don't like El Fuerte in that game. Like El Fuerte in that game, like drives me up the wall. Like they just forgot to uh, to tone stuff down. Honestly, anyways, I don't want to go off on uh, El Fuerte. Okay. Um... You weren't sold on SF6 graphics style until you saw Rashid. Yeah. <laughs> but see, even that, even that, like even when he ends the V-skill roll into kick, look at him spin around. He still spins. Everything he does, he spins. It's so cool. It's so cool. Medium punch. So there's a new target combo there into the tornado. So tornado into the V-skill, but it looks like the V-skill has a new follow-up. So he does the tornado, cancels into the roll, it looks like. 
Now, is that what it looked like when he started it here? Let's take a look. Uh, uh, no, he just goes into a roll. Does he just have multiple versions of the roll? Because obviously it's a command now. So maybe he has a ground roll uh, and an air roll like this, right? So, because he obviously it's not going to be a V skill anymore. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be two kicks. It might be like quarter circle back plus kick or whatever like that. Uh, and then, see, he cancels it into this leaping. Oh, and he gets enhanced by the wind. The tornado is still there. Look at this. Do you see how he gets, he actually gets enhanced by the wind? Did he get enhanced by the wind on the roll as well? Let me see. Yeah, you can see little uh, whiff, wh whirly whirls after him. Uh, woof. See, he has little whirly whirls on him. I wonder if that actually means it's enhanced as well. But, like, you can almost kind of see the momentum. Like, he jumps up in the air, and then he just kind of shoots forward. Look at this. He's, like, literally supermanning you. Like, he's literally just charging at you like a superman. <laughs> uh, this is an old stage, isn't it? Isn't this a stage that we've seen? This is just the... The Neishal stage, isn't it? Or is this a different... Oh, no, this is a different stage, is it? I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to take... I'll, I'll have to look at it again. Uh, I'll have to look at the Neishal stage to see it in comparison here. But I swear I remember that blue car off to the side before. Yeah, it's just the Neishal stage. This, st this stage is old. This, I, I know I've seen the blue, the blue thing and the monkeys in the background before. But yeah, like he has this move that flattens there, too. Uh, which means if there's an EX version of this, look at the ground bounce. He could probably cancel into an air super if he has one or something like that. So, oh my God, he has a double jumping medium punch. Oh God. Uh, uh, are they both going to hit overhead or are they going to be kind and make sure the second hit is actually uh, low blockable? I don't know. We'll find out. But there's a standing fierce as we've seen into the level one, I'm guessing, or could be level two. And yes, he's a streamer now. When does he do this? Is this his intro? This has got to be his intro. But I mean, look how sick he looks, dude. Look how cool he looks. And what is going on with his arm, his wristband? His wristband is all technologically crazy as well, so. Uh, the hair looks amazing, Lucent. I love the hair. I really love the hair. I just like the point. Like, the personality is just so good, dude. The personality, the pointing, the smiling, the, 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 the dialogue, just the, the, the motions of it is just so cool. All right, so there's the heavy tornado. But is this a charged tornado? Uh, Alex, my day has been pretty garbage so far, but that's okay. We're watching some Rashid and having a good time. Let's go. That's a crazy fit bit. I like that from the repo man. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if this is hold the button this time because maybe that's what it is, right? So Because it looks like he's had two different tornado launches. And if those are different buttons for the tornado, how is he doing this? Maybe it's holding the button down. Right? Maybe it's holding the button down and then you get to do the original heavy tornado. But look at that! It hits multiple times! 
And then the EX Eagle Spike? Oh! And then he gets a juggle with the spitting mixer? Ah! And then the... Oh, no. So, remember everybody in Street Fighter VI is like the greatest hits of the characters, right? And obviously, Rashid is like one of the first Street Fighter V characters that have actually come back that we've seen here. But... He looks like he has both of his V-Skills. <laughs> it looks like he has both of his V-Skills. Here we go. Look at this. So what is this flip move? Now, here's the question. What is this flip move that he's doing here, right? Is this the third version of the, 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 the V-Skill now? The ground V-Skill? But whatever it is, it launches him up, right? So we've seen the runs, we've seen the roll, which was the original V skill. We've seen the kind of hoppy into the air one. And now here's this other one. So even though this little double jump looks scary and broken, I wonder if it's only possible out of this. But the problem is he does it with an EX. Ugh. Changes his jump arc and that thing hits so low. Look how quick it hit. Pow! What side was that? I don't even think the Lily knew what side that was. And then pow, and then... And then he cancels it into an eagle spike. Like he bounces off, so it's like a head stomp that he can eagle spike off of. So it's like Chun-Li head stomp that he bounces off, and then he eagle spikes off of it. And you notice the ground bounce? You notice the ground bounce? If he has a super that can be done in the air, this is a combo. Because you can super cancel EXs into level 2s. So if his level 2 can also be done in the air, that's going to combo off of that ground bounce right there. That's what that ground bounce might be there for. So, I mean, look at this sick-ass drive impact, dude. And again, spinning everywhere. So this is the potential level two that we were talking about here. Oh, this is the SAR, yeah, that's his V-Trigger. So I don't know, maybe he doesn't have an air super, we'll see. But this is Isar here, so obviously he uses it as a combo, and he's got a flip kick, but I gotta imagine it also, if it doesn't hit right away, behaves the same as V-Trigger one does, right? He can probably just use it as a, oh God! <laughs> oh man, he could <laughs> he can probably use it as an approach tool like he used V Trigger One. But here's this EX into a follow up here into that air jump again into another kick. What is he doing, dude? I love how though because of all of this, everybody's just like, yeah, he's broken. This character's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah, this character's broken. <laughs> so here we go, drive rush cancel. Is that a target combo there? I guess so. Like we, I think we saw that medium punch into kick, but that's a launch. So he does the EX trigger. So he launches you onto the fireball. How cool is that? And he can dash forward and still. Hit. <gasps> what is happening? <laughs> so hit launch. Tornado into cancel. That might be the third version of the roll. Because he's wind enhanced off of this, maybe. He could dude, I can't wait to see what this character's move list is gonna be. 
Dude, he seems like he has 900 special moves. Honestly, this is this is crazy. So he gets the ground bounce, 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 and then he can just link the level three off of this. And I love that they gave him the old pose back here. The old pose, you know, the, the, the Rashid's pose right here at the start of his level three. It's so cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it could just be the dash. That's true. It could just be the dash. Uh, okay, when he just dashes through, yeah, maybe it can, I don't know, but it seems like this character just has a million moves. Who has the Rashid emote over here? Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. I'm assuming that's JB. Alright. Here we go into the level three. Bam. And then here we go. Jumping off the walls or the tornado, dude. He is true airbender status right now. Look at this. Uh, uh. That is such a neat touch. And then he even goes ninja on you. He literally goes ninja on you. I'm glad they didn't make him do the little multi-kicks thing this time. Thank goodness. Yo, he teleports? Oh my god, I didn't even realize that's what he was doing here. So he comes up here, kicks you, teleports, room into the stomp, and then he teleports into another stomp, and then slams you into the ground to his camera. Dude, he is, I was just about to say, he's Nightcrawler, dude. He's freaking Nightcrawler now. And then, I don't know, I, like, I this win pose, like, I, I love this win pose so much. Every time I see the last pose that he does in this win animation, I can't help but laugh because he just seems so cool. I don't know, it's just like, he's just like, yeah, look at me, look at me, shooting wind at his camera, and then just being like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, oh, he's trying to save his camera, he's trying to save his camera, I didn't realize that's what was happening, I thought he was just posing, he's trying to save his camera, he kicked his camera, and now he's trying to save his super expensive camera, I didn't realize that. Oh, he's like, oh, no! <laughs> I thought he was, like, posing like a rap album, kind of like, what up? But he's actually trying to save his camera. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Like, hang on. I got to see this in, in, in regular speed now. Hang on. And cut. Hope the camera got my good side. It's because he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything like, oh, 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 you know, or anything like that. That's why it doesn't seem like it, but in slow motion. Okay, I can see it now. I can see it now. <laughs> That's funny. And then, uh, of course, the, uh, oh, I don't even think we watched this the first time. Did we? This feels awesome. You should try it. Dude, what does that voice sound like? He sounds like somebody else I've heard in another game. And I can't remember what it is, but it, like, I feel like I gotta look up his voice acting list and see if he did something else, but he sounds so, like that quote right there 
sounds so much like something else I've heard. Easy win. This feels awesome. You should try it. Like it sounds so similar, but like I said, there's new inflections in his voice that he didn't do in Street Fighter in uh in Street Fighter 5. So it just looks really cool. I god, this character looks amazing and uh Yeah, he's going to be he looks like he might be a problem. <laughs> it looks like he might be a problem. It looks like he might be a problem. So uh, he's Gordo. Okay, that I would not have uh, guessed, uh, honestly. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, I think she looks super cool. And again, if this is the kind of uh, thing that we have to expect from all the DLC characters, like, who's the next DLC character? Is it Ed or Aki? Who comes next? Who, who's, who's next? Uh, Aki is next. Oh, I'm so excited for Aki. I'm so excited for her. Oh, because I mean, like, it's cool to see Rashid. It's cool to see, you know, like, okay, well, they can definitely make Ed cool, right? Like, I mean, what we've seen, the glow up that all these characters have, they could definitely make Ed cool, right? <laughs> Not saying he isn't cool in Street Fighter V or anything, but they could probably make him actually cool in Street Fighter 6. But, God, what are they going to do with Aki, dude? What are they going to do with that character? I can't wait, because like I said, like, Street Fighter 6 has had the most brand new characters at a Street Fighter launch since Street Fighter 3. Right, I mean, for the most part, they've like even Street Fighter Four launched with only four new characters. Street Fighter Five launched with like four or five new characters. This game has a whole whopping like uh, what was it like uh, eight new characters, seven new characters. Um, but like, it's like the, my favorite cast of new characters that that I feel like they've done. Honestly, like I. I love Marisa. I love Manon. Uh, I I mean, I like Jamie a lot. Uh, I, I think Kimberly is amazing. Uh, I wish, I, I, like, well, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I wish Kimberly's outfit, too, was her default outfit, but they knew what they were doing. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Uh, I think JP is super cool. Uh, who's the last character that I'm missing over here? It's always like trying to remember the seven dwarves. I always forget. Oh, Lily. Lily is probably the character I like the least, but uh, people know why I don't really like Lily, uh, to be honest with you. And then Luke. Luke, they turned from a character that, like, people despised in five. I mean, the funny thing about it is, like, honestly, if you look at Luke, I was having this conversation. Uh, let me see if I could do this here. Uh... Luke in Street Fighter V. So let's do this. Luke in Street Fighter V here looks like the little brother that Street Fighter VI Luke has to come home from military to help get out of trouble. <laughs> like... Luke from Street Fighter 6 actually, like, it looks like he came back. <laughs> he, 
you know, from the army because he has to help bail his little brother out of being in trouble because he got in with the wrong crowd. Right? I mean, seriously. Like, Luke in Street Fighter Six just looks like he's just, like, the more responsible or older brother, you know? But, I mean, you know, to be fair, they did a good job with that, right? Because Street Fighter Five, the whole point of Street Fighter Five was that he needs to look a, a lot younger than Street Fighter Six Luke. And they did a good job with that. He clearly looks younger. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but again, like they, again, the only reason why I don't like Lily, I know some people are sad about the fact that I said that I'm not a big fan of Lily. Uh, the most, the main reason why is because I just don't like the fact that they leaned into that little girl, uh, aspect of her. You know, I, I just wasn't a fan. Like when you look at Lily, um, when you look at the Lily concept art, like she just looks so much older. I don't know why they they leaned into that super young look so much. Uh, let me see this here. Like this, right? Like this. Like why, why, why would why did you move away from this? Because it's not even just the look, but it's her personality. They, they really leaned into the little girl kind of hee hee ha 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 kind of thing with her. And it, it's like, this is like, if Lily just looked like this, I, I, I wouldn't have any problems with it, honestly, you know? I, I don't know why, I don't know why they changed her the other way. Uh but that's that's my complaint about Lily, to be honest. So uh, that that's just all it really comes down to. Um, but I love the characters, dude. I I love the characters uh, in Street Fighter Six, even the old characters, and even all the little subtle touches that the World Tour mode does, like spoilers, like Zangief, like actually goes to the library and reads and studies a lot. And one of the pictures that you can unlock for him is him in glasses and a nice outfit sitting in the library reading a book. Like, I just think like it was, it, it's cool. So, uh, yeah, see Forrest, that's the thing. Like, I hate that archetype. Like, honestly, like, if Yuffie was erased from the history of Final Fantasy canon, like, I would be happy. <laughs> I would actually be happy <laughs> if Yuffie was deleted from, fi from Final Fantasy canon. And uh, Selfie, I can do without as well, to be fair. Uh, and I know there's a lot of Yuffie fans out there, but I hated Yuffie. Holy crap, did I hate Yuffie. <laughs> I hated her so much. Not only that, but when you first ran into her, you had to play stupid guess the answers to be able to to advance the plot. So then you just had to run around in a forest all day, run into her, and then just guess the answer. And if you're wrong, you got to do it again. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyways. <clears throat> yeah, not a fan of that. Like, when I first saw Riku, I was like, oh, Riku is amazing. I love this character. And then she turned out to kind of have that personality. And I was like, 
oh no but then she turned out not to be as bad so it's it's all right so but yeah yuffie is yuffie is uh like so for example i mean my favorite final fantasy waifu is is quistus right like i love i mean i know people call her quistus uh, I still call her Quistus because that's what I've always called her. But she's she's like absolutely my favorite waifu in all of Final Fantasy because she's got the glasses, she's mature, she's responsible, and I just I just really like that honestly. But yeah, there's an audience out there for that archetype. It's so common in anime and in video games. There's definitely uh, an audience for that. I'm just not the audience. <laughs> I, I, I'm just not that audience, and so Lily does not work for me. And I understand that some people like Lily. <laughs> I understand that people like Lily. I, I, for example, I never liked May. I never liked May in Guilty Gear. Like, she always bothered me, too. At least she's supposed to be older, and her story is that she just didn't age because of the disease that she was suffering from, which is why she actually looks older in Strive. And as soon as she looked older in Strive, I was like, you know what? I like this May way better. And, you know, it's because uh, Faust cured the disease from her, so now she's actually aging. Um... But still, the fact that she looks like a little girl, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Like, I just, I didn't like May at all. Like, uh, honestly. Um, yeah, like, if Sakura came back with her schoolgirl uniform, that would be weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Yuna army. Yuna, I, I guess for me, Yuna is just too standard, I guess. Like... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, she's so protagonistic. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right word for it, but she just feels so... It's not even a dance instructor outfit, J-Dog. It's actually an arcade worker outfit, right? Unless you're... Are you talking about the default outfit with the, uh, with the microphone? That's an arcade. She works at an arcade, basically. And uh, there are arcade... Uh, there are arcade uh, workers like who actually run around big arcades, like saying stuff to the the the, the patrons and stuff like that. So she's actually just an arcade worker. Um. <laughs> Lulu, no Yuna army recruits because Lulu exists. <laughs> I mean, Lulu appeals to a specific fan base as well. Okay. Let's just, let's be real, okay? Lulu is definitely designed to appeal to a specific fan base as well. Uh, what's up, Aries701? <clears throat> uh, but let's get back, let's get back here. Let's talk about Rashid. I mean, look, again, I, dude, the... Like, I'm, I'm glad that Street Fighter is trying to lean into this a little more. What they started with Cody, what they started with super hot Cody, and then they were just like, everyone loves hot Ryu, so let's just make hot Ryu the default here. Like, I, I really like the fact that they're kind of almost, like, kind of creating these super, super attractive, like, male characters in, in Street Fighter Six because Rashid is just, like, he's ridiculous. Like, he he is a handsome dude, and it's just really, really cool. 
<laughs> and I, I'm really, I'm here for it. I think it's great because I, I mean, honestly, you know, fighting games have spent so long appealing to the male fan base, right? Let's let's be let's be honest here. Uh, that you know, it's it's cool to 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 get some eye candy for the for the ladies as well, right? I mean, honestly. Um, Alpha Cody in the in the prison outfit in the prison outfit <laughs> Wow did Twitch really try to uh did R Twitch really try to censor the word dilf <laughs> I'm surprised Twitch even knew what that word meant uh honestly all right uh, anyways well, the thing about Ryu is that Ryu also looks like he's just having a bad day, right? He's just like... <sighs> like, I don't know. He looks like he's about to Hulk out, honestly. He looks like he's about to uh, uh, Hulk out. Um. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, honestly, like, I... Dude, Rashid is just the sickest looking character. And... Yeah, he looks broken. Clearly, he looks broken. Everybody looks broken. Zangief looked broken, okay? We all thought Zangief was going to be a problem when we saw all of his trailers. Then the game came out, and all of us were like... <laughs> He's already passed the Satsue no Hado. That's already gone. He, he finished that in Street Fighter V. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, with the way that they've balanced this game so far, like, even though Rashid looks really kind of broken, I bet you he's not going to be. Bet you he's going to be pretty strong, but every character is strong in this game. Literally, I feel like every character in this game is, like, very, very tournament-winning capable, except for maybe Zangief and maybe Lily. <laughs> And Lily only just because I feel like if she runs into JP's, like, life just sucks, basically. Uh, yeah, exactly. The trailer is there to make you look good. <laughs> Honestly. Dude, don't even try to joke that Cammy can't win anything. Cammy's amazing in this game. The, you know what the, the proof is right now? Is that everyone keeps putting Kimberly at the bottom of their tier lists. And I don't know if that's just because people don't think Kimberly is good or if because everybody else is just so strong and not enough people are actually using Kimberly. Because I think Kimberly, I still think Kimberly is ridiculous. Yeah, she doesn't have the get off me move anymore, but I still think she has the most potent mix up in the game. I feel like she is the most, like when she puts you in the corner, it feels the most like Street Fighter V. Like, you're just in the corner and you're like, God, if I guess wrong, I lose 40% of my life into the same mix-up. Like, it sucks. <laughs> I think that she's so good. I think she's so good. Uh, but I think that's all going to be it for me today. Obviously, we started a little bit late today, uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, you know, call it at the end of a two-hour show here. But actually, it was cool. I think we talked a lot about, about a lot of cool topics over here. So uh, <laughs> my favorite title in Street Fighter V was Just Let Me Play. <laughs> uh, 
the, the, the classic friend is the one struggling against the modern friend. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, I, again, uh, dude, Rashid, Rashid looks so cool. <laughs> That's all I'm just going to say. Rashid looks so cool. I can't wait to play him. Okay. Okay, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Before I end the stream, I have to say the one bad thing about Rashid and everybody in the chat knows exactly what I'm going to say. The worst thing about Rashid in Street Fighter 6 is that we don't have Rashido. Rashido. <laughs> oh man, like come on. You could have put it in there as a sound, like just something, some, just one place. Even when they brought Elena back in Street Fighter 4, they at least brought back beats the beats the beats, beats the beats the beats, beats, you know, like. Uh, dude, speaking of, when are we going to get all the classic themes, Capcom, so that we can actually start putting uh, them into our game, dude? Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, man, wait. Donjitsu, you said this month's Fight Pass has classic music in it? Is that true? Is that true? Because, I mean, Capcom, take my money, please. Like, honestly... Oh, it has Rashid's theme from Street Fighter V. Okay. Yeah, I want all of the old classic themes. I, I need all of the Street Fighter V themes. I see. It's that time again. Hi, kitty. You're hungry, aren't you, huh? Meow. Oh, he doesn't meow if I'm holding him. So come here, Nathan. Meow. <laughs> meow. Meow. <laughs> you can hear the chirping. Can you guys hear the chirping when he goes like... Hi. 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 Meow. 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 Okay, he stopped. He's like, I will stop being your dancing monkey. Any case, thank you guys for tuning in for Tuesday's show. Sorry about the late start. Just been having one of those days, man. I was just having one of those. Like, dude, I couldn't find my glasses for the first half of the day. I just couldn't find my glasses. Like, I like before the show started, I got here late because like I was literally tearing my house apart trying to find my glasses. And then I ate some lunch. I bought some breakfast stuff from a fast food place, and I accidentally spilled syrup all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> I spilled maple syrup all over myself, all over the couch, and got on my phone. Like, I, it was just one of those days that I was just having. You know, sometimes those days were every... And then when I tried to start the stream, OBS crashed. I tried to reboot my machine, and my machine just wouldn't reboot. It just turned off and just got stuck there. Like, I had to hard power off my PC to start it again. Ugh. It was just one of those days, and honestly, <laughs> these kind of days sometimes are the are worse, right? Like when something super bad happens, you enter like trauma mode. <laughs> but like when you have just one of these days like this, you're just like, I just hate everything. <laughs> when you have one of these days, you're just like, come on, I hate 
literally everything right now. So that was the kind of day I was having. But fortunately, I think it's a little bit better now. So thank you guys on stream. But that'll be all for me today. So if you guys are watching this from home, uh, from on YouTube, please make sure you like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Uh, especially if you're a modern controls player, let me know what kind of uh, experience you're having with modern controls. But uh, other than that, uh, please take care. And uh, somebody's hungry. You can always tell whenever my voice goes down that Nathan is standing between me and the microphone when my voice gets muffled like that. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay, Nathan. Okay, Nathan. We'll eat. We'll eat. Oh, he's rubbing the microphone. For the day that you guys, for the day that this podcast graced your ears, it was the greatest day of, it was the most important day of your life. But for me. It was Tuesday. She's not the most played character in ranked, I don't think. I think that's still Ken. I think it's Ken and Cammy, if I'm not mistaken, are the characters most played and ranked right now. Uh, let me see if I can find the, the, the tweet about that. Because I definitely liked it, so I definitely saved it. Here we go. So actually, let's just do this right now. Let's just do this here. Uh, uh character distribution sf6 character distribution what players are playing in street fighter 6 online all right let's just add a new topic in here shall we <coughs> so if you actually look at this over here uh i'm not sure how he did this but he says i counted the rank rankings Count by sub, crossplay, worldwide, no operation requires certified battle. I don't know how he did this, but it says main only population is 970,540 people who play who earned play points. So these are that's the number of people who actually got uh, uh, player points. Now keep in mind that that doesn't mean 970,540 individuals have played. This is probably um, based off of the number of times a character has been used, right? Because remember, every time you play a character online, you create a new set for that character with player points. So this could mean repeat players, uh, including those who do not rank. Uh, that is 1,533,671 people. Uh, but yeah, if you look at this here, this is the, the distribution of players in terms of skill. Yeah, Ken is always the most played character. Ken is always the most played character. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Like I said, I I'm just presenting the data as is. I'm not 
advocating its accuracy. I'm not advocating its, uh, you know, anything about that kind of, oh, it, it, it's, its fidelity. <laughs> but if you look here, uh, it looks like, and this is interesting here, the most players are in Platinum 1. Because I think the placement matches are a little bit too friendly, to be honest with you. So I think a lot of people get shoved into Platinum and they get stuck here, basically. What's interesting is that a lot of people get stuck in the one area because you can't drop down. So a lot of people just get stuck at Silver 1, Bronze 1, and Iron 1. Like, you can't drop down until you get to Diamond 1. Then you can actually drop back down to Platinum. But I think once you're at Platinum 1, you cannot drop down, right? So all of these, once you get up, you, you get stuck there. So I think Platinum, I think the placement matches have thrown a lot of people in the Platinum. And then they just get stuck at, uh, at uh, Platinum 1, basically. Um, I think you can drop to Gold from Platinum. Can you? I mean, this number would tell me the answer is no, but I, I don't know. Uh, yes, you can. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So Silcho says he did. So you can drop down. That's interesting. That's interesting then. Okay. Uh, but what's also interesting too is that there is a lot of master players up here. Uh, master players. So uh, you can't drop ranks, I think, until you reach platinum, it sounds like. If you're at gold, you cannot drop to silver. Silver cannot drop to bronze. Bronze cannot drop to iron. And iron cannot drop to rookie, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure. Master can't drop. Okay, okay. Half of these masters are Wong. <laughs> oh, you can drop from gold to silver. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, we're getting a lot of uh, we're getting a lot of conflicting statements here, so we'll see. Well, I, I, I mean, someone will tell me what the official rule is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but what's interesting here is the character distribution here. And again, I don't know how we achieve this data. I don't know the accuracy of this data. But Ken, I mean, again, nobody. <laughs> Nobody is surprised. Nobody is surprised here. Ken is the most played by character and by a lot, right? By a lot. And then Cami and Ryu, which is interesting to me because I don't think Cami is actually that easy to play. I actually think she's really difficult to use at a higher level. But uh, if you look here, it looks like... Uh, What's interesting is that the number of diamond camis is a little bit lower than Ryu. It, it, the number of diamond camis actually looks a little lower than some of the other characters, for example. And yeah, cami is definitely aesthetics. Uh, there's definitely a lot of that factor in there, obviously, as well. But it's strange because Chun-Li is so far down here, but... I mean, to be fair, Chun is really technical in this game, and there's just something about her animations that look off in this game. <laughs> but yeah, Cammy. I mean, Cammy. I joke right now, is whenever I say the original eight Street Fighter characters, I, it's always the original nine Street Fighter characters, even though Cammy isn't one of the original Street Fighter characters, she might as well be, because you're never not gonna have Cammy in a Street Fighter game, I think, at this point ever again. So, like, 
like, you know, Capcom obviously made a conscious decision to put all of the eight original Street Fighter 2 characters in there and Cammy because she's basically an original character. Yeah, Guile and Chun-Li being low is really surprising to me. Uh, yeah, but see, DJ hasn't been in a game since 4, right? So she is hella good, but like I said, I don't think Cammy is good in that way. I don't think Cammy is good in that way, Master J-Man. Like, I really feel like she, she, I mean, I'm obviously biased because I use her, but I don't think she's obvious. Like, I, I feel like she, she's harder to make work than, like, Ken, Jury, and Luke, for example. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jury, obviously popular. Marisa, Manon, obviously very popular. Uh, Luke, I mean, the fact that Zangief is this high up is crazy. I almost feel like this is a direct result of me just saying how crap he is early on, and everybody wants to prove me wrong. But, <laughs> but uh, Jamie, I mean, a weird jump down right there from Jamie over here. Jamie, DJ, Chun-Li, JP, Kim, E. Honda, Gal, Lily, and then kind of a drop down from Blanca to Dalsum. And again, this doesn't surprise me because Blanca and Dalsum have always just been kind of unpopular. But Dalsum's also very hard to use as well. Uh, he's a difficult character to use. So I think that's why he's down there. A lot of people just having trouble. I don't know uh, the modern control distribution. I don't know if he has that anywhere. Uh, yeah, I think Dalsum is underrated, too. He's like Kimberly. People keep rating those two characters very low. But I think they're ridiculous. But I think the only reason why they're rated so low is because everybody else is so good that they're overshadowing those characters in some weird way. And then you can also see Kim has a very low play percentage. So you just don't see the Kims doing the work as much, I feel like. Uh, I don't know what this chart is because I can't read any of this. If there's anybody who actually reads Japanese, I mean, I'm assuming these are all the character names. I'm pretty sure these are all the character names, but I don't know what this chart says. I don't know what this is a pie chart of. <laughs> like, what is the title here? Or is this just the percentage that they're being played? Is this the same graph as this, basically? Is this just the same graph, basically? Yeah, okay. I think it's just the same graph. So this is probably uh, Ken, this is Cami, this is etc., etc. So it's probably just the percentage of players using that character. And so Dalsum is in the sad, like, 2.1% or something like that. So, okay. There you go. And then he has more charts over here, but again, I don't know. Oh, this is the percentage of characters in these rankings. Oh, interesting. So 10%, so the most diamonds are Ken. Then the most masters are Ken, JP, Cami, DJ. And then at this point, I, I can't read the names anymore. <laughs> But Diamond here, uh, Ken's the most. And then, uh, what is this? Oh, is that Jury? That's Jury. What is this one here? Luke? Oh, interesting. There's a lot of Lukes up here. Interesting. 
But see how like in Diamond, Cammy just has this huge drop off all of a sudden? Like in terms of the number of, oh, that is Lily. Yeah, you're right. That's Lily there, uh, or maybe, I'm not sure. I wish I could read. Anyways, <laughs> and then in platinum here, and then in gold, and then silver and bronze. So that's what it is. Yeah, you see how Cami has the most players in, in bronze. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> The Kami, play, the Kami players aren't finding the success. There's obvious a lot of them in Master because if you know what you're doing, Kami is extremely strong. Extremely strong. Yeah, I know it says Plutinum, but I'm not going to make fun of that, dude. Like, it's language barriers. It's, it's all good. Uh, and then in Iron, there's a ton of Kami as well. And then, oh, dude, in Rookie, <laughs> Kami is the highest player base in Rookie. So this actually, see, this is what I mean, right? Like, rookie, and then second most in iron, and then second most in bronze. It's like, she's a hard character to get good with. <laughs> she's a tough character to get good with. I don't, okay, so this is just more of the same data written out, it looks like. Uh, just with highlights and things. I mean, this is awesome to see. Oh, this, wow, does he actually have a matchup chart? No, 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 no. Okay, this is just where they're at. This is just the hard numbers that he came up with, basically. These are just the... It's that time again, audio listeners. It's time for Hug That Cat! Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> what a good boy. Hi. Hi, boy. Hi, little boy. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Sorry, audio listeners. I'm sure you guys are used to this already, though. All right, you can go, kitty. I'll let you escape. I'll let you escape. Hi, buddy. <clears throat> All right. So that's the distribution of characters uh, in the game. Uh, I feel like uh, it makes sense. makes sense a lot. But as you can see, Kimberly is actually really, really very, very uh, lowly played, I guess I can say it that way. So <laughs> that's awesome. Cat, More cat emotes. More cat emotes. Got salt there. Uh, yeah, Kimberly is, that's the thing is she's not, she gets difficult for sure a little bit in the higher levels because her neutral is kind of, uh, her neutral is a little suspect. I was saying so much during the open beta where everyone was like, Kimberly is broken. And trust me, a character does not become unbroken just because they lose the EX, right? Because her offense is still the same. I won half of my matches without ever needing to use an EX get off me move. Um, but uh, I just don't think a lot of people are playing her weirdly enough. I remember when her trailer first debuted at EVO, everybody was like, this is my main, this is my main, this is my main, 100%, this is my main, and then nobody played her. Because I just think a lot of people find it difficult to use a character like Kimberly 
because she is a Bushin kind of character. And the other trickiest thing about Kimberly, she has no safe move on block, right? That's one of the trickiest things about her is that she has very, very few ways to be safe on block. So like, for example, if you do strong into fierce, the only thing you could do is cancel them to run, step off of them and jump away. And you basically have to pray that the opponent doesn't know that if you cancel fierce into run, you can interrupt it every single time with a jab, right? Then you have to have the hard read of going into the slide to frame trap them. The good Kimberly players won't put themselves into that situation. And then I just think her mix-up is the most potent uh, there is. She can on her normals, but a lot of her, like the strong fierce in particular is very punishable on block. If you just do a single move, most of the time she's safe, but she loses her turn. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's ODDP, uh, you're talking about the spin kick, the cross jump. Are you talking about how you can do the, you can do the tiger knee air one and go over your head and, uh, and hit you from the other side <laughs> because that you can crouch. So be careful. If you ever do tiger knee spin kick, if your opponent knows they just crouch and it just misses and you die, <laughs> you die a very, very horrible death. So you have to be careful of that, and it's only the air one that can uh, cross up like that. So, um, but it is still useful. It is still useful thanks to spray can bombs, uh, spray can bombs, and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, mid screen she's not very strong. That is a hundred percent true. But quarter she's ridiculous. She's ridiculous. I guess it's probably also becomes. I came from Lucia, and Lucia is like the same character, uh, except worse. <laughs> Lucia also didn't have any safe on block moves. Her mid screen was like D minus tier and her corner was like S tier. So, uh, you know, coming from Lucia to Kimberly and just experiencing all of the joy that I have that Kimberly is so much better than Lucia. Maybe, maybe that might be the reason why I think she's so strong. <laughs> Yeah, that's this is the reason why I think Kimberly is so strong is because outside of DJ, I really think she might have the best drive rush in the game because her drive rush moves her so far and so fast. And if you actually test it, like try this in training mode with your character, raw drive rush and hit a button. A lot of characters don't keep a lot of their momentum off with certain buttons. Capcom literally can decide which moves keep the momentum and which ones can't. And Kimberly keeps momentum on a lot of buttons. In particular, her crouching medium kick. She Okay, fair. Jury. Fair. Fair. Jury. I forgot about jury. Drive rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not having a wake-up is definitely annoying, but I mean... Isn't that kind of true for a lot of characters too, right? I mean, she's not the only one like that, or is other people's level ones better? I mean, also another character I played was Zangief, so like I just feel like she's already has more than some other characters do. So <laughs> the reason why I think Kim is so strong is because I keep playing worse characters. <laughs> uh, I mean, Stubby Normals is absolutely her weakness. And good, because if she didn't have stubby normals, she'd be broken. <laughs> she, she's, she, she'd be broken, uh, to be honest. 
But in any case, this is I'm not going to sit here and talk about Kimberly. I'm just going to have to go take her online and play her and see how I do. Uh, see if I end up having a, a lot of trouble with that character uh, compared to Cammy. Cammy's just weird because she has to be so fundamental based. Your whiff punishes have to be really good and your footsies just have to be really, really strong. Uh, if you're not into, like, I don't feel like Cammy has, like, like, what's Cammy's gimmick, right? Like, how does she just steal games from you? Right, it's it's hard. I feel like it's hard for Cammy to steal games uh, from you because uh, she doesn't really have uh, her drive rush is bad. <laughs> like her drive rush is actually legit kind of bad. Uh, her her. Uh, She doesn't get momentum on any of her buttons. She doesn't get any momentum on any of her buttons. The most momentum she gets is off of standing heavy punch, and that's minus one on block. So if you do drive rush into standing fierce with Cammy, you don't even get a throw, right? If the opponent mashes jab, the only way you can beat it is with your own four frame button. So if you drive rush heavy punch, if you try to throw, their light punch will beat you. So I just feel like Cammy has problems in that way. She doesn't have a good drive rush button that she can cancel into that just kind of gives her plus frames and, and mix up. Her dive kick alone is great for sure. That is the thing that make that is her gimmick. But I don't feel like it's a robbery mechanic, you know? Like Jury is just like fireball drive rush and you're like, well. DJ's just like drive rush and you're like, well, uh, Ken just Ken's and you're like, well, you know, <laughs> like, I don't feel like Cammy is like that. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. So, uh, definitely the dive kick is very strong. Thank you for the sub Van Horn. Appreciate that. So that's just the thing. Like I, I, again, I know I've downplayed Cammy a lot in the past. That was Street Fighter 4, and I understand it's because a lot of it came from the fact that she just didn't play the way I wanted her to play. But in this game, like, I don't care. Like, I'm just, I'm going to play her the way that she needs to be played. But I feel like she, she requires so much more fundamental strength than a lot of the other characters do. And th again, that's not me saying that she's a bad character, because I think in the hands of someone like Punk, like, she's clearly, like, top five at that point. In fact, I even practically have her top five already. I have, I think she's sixth best in my tier list right now. So, I mean, she's not that far off already as it is. Um, but I just don't think she's as free as a lot of other characters. So, yeah, you could say the same thing about Geef and Itazan. But everybody knows that Geef is not good. Oh, poor Zangief. Anyways. Anyways. Um, let's move on here. Let's let's talk about some other stuff here. Um, who's my top five right now? Asked Master J-Man. My top five is uh, Ken, Luke, Jury. This is, and then this fourth one is the big, what are you thinking, James? But this is just me. Because I really honestly think this. Blanca is number four. JP is number five. 
and Cami is number six. That's where I have it right now. That's where I have my top six at this moment. I just think Blanca's busted, dude. Like, <laughs> I think Blanca's ridiculous. So, um, okay. I don't know. Some people tell me that Blanca's not even like in the upper half, and I'm like, you're you're nuts, dude. You're nuts. This character is clearly super super good. Um, all right, let's do this over. Hmm. Hi, uh, it's that time again. Huh. Hi, Nathan. Rub your head against the mic. Here he goes. Nathan. Nathan, are you hungry already? You haven't even got to the point where I ended the show yet. Usually you know. Usually you know. Hi. Mwah. Mwah. All right, here we go. Uh, Nathan is top three in Street Fighter VI. He's all right. He's all right. He, he, he's kind of a Ken scrub, but, you know, he's doing well. this last topic over here that I have that this one was surprising as hell but Rashid will be playable at Evo 2023 he is not two weeks old by the time uh, Evo rolls around he will be one week and I believe four days or five days old and usually two weeks is the cutoff but apparently CPT has a rule that it's one week for cutoff. And I guess that's why they're releasing him at the time that they are. Because they wanted him to be valid for Evo. But this is really a surprise to me. Because, dude, he is gonna... <laughs> he is gonna ruin lives at Evo cuz one guy is going to come into the into the into Evo having played nothing but Rashid for a week and a half and grinding the hell out of him and then they're just going to blow up all these people who do not have any Rashid experience whatsoever and it's going to be brutal <laughs> it is going to be a bloodbath because again Rashid clearly looks very very strong. Why can't I find my cat brush? Rashid clearly looks very strong, okay? Uh, but a lot of people are going to be mad. And yeah, it's a good strategy to sell season passes, yeah? That's definitely a good way to look at it as well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rashid could definitely cause some problems. So how do I feel about this? I mean, it's cool. I'm glad to see, you know, we get to see some Rashid, you know, it'll be neat to, to be able to see the character being played, but man, for a Capcom qualifying, Capcom Cup qualifying event for uh, something as big as EVO with the record-breaking number, that if you win this EVO, you will forever be, like, 
the person who won the biggest tournament at EVO ever. You know, like, it's such a weird, weird, weird decision. Right, that's what I'm worried about, uh, Leroy. The Leroy and Tanya situation, because we also don't know how balanced he is. What if he comes out and he is broken? What if he has a bug that nobody knew about that he's, like, super good or something like that? So... This is going to be an interesting one. I I'm really surprised this is a decision. I mean, when I tweeted about him, I was like, 100%, he's not going to be legal at EVO. And then he's legal at EVO. And I was like, Welp, okay. Welp. <sighs> oh, man. And so uh, I'm really surprised that they went this route. Um, if he turns out to be busted or broken, will Capcom try to patch him right before EVO? Maybe. Uh, but again... There is another aspect of this, too, is that throwing Rashid into the mix at Evo might also kind of be a little bit of a monkey wrench that they want to see thrown in, maybe to shake up the pot a little bit from the crack players. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but that, that's, the, that's the concern that I have from what Peter0611 says. EVO is only one of three offline events that is a Capcom Cup qualifier, right? So if they are legitimately broken, then they'll probably just ban them last minute. But that sucks because what if somebody is actually playing that character and they're like, I'm going to main this character and they spend the last week and a half, Big Bird spends the last week and a half learning Rashid and then it turns out to be broken and they ban him. And now he just lost a week and a half of practicing with Marisa, right? Then you're just in this like really shit, shitty situation. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with him. And uh, it's going to be really, really weird. It's going to be weird. So I, I'm curious to see how this is going to go. Uh, hopefully, Rashid comes out. It is nicely balanced. Again... Capcom's already done a great job because I just gave you my top five and everybody's top five is like wildly different. So everybody is seeing a different character as being strong. So no character in this game is clearly number one right now. And if we can trust the balance team based off of that, I mean, that's like the best resume for trusting the balance team that we could possibly have. And so I feel like perhaps you know, uh, uh, Rashid will come out pretty well balanced. Yeah, and you know, honestly, what Blue says here, I doubt Rashid will even make uh, top 48. There's definitely a very strong chance of that happening. There's a very strong chance of that happening. But of course, if he's super strong, <laughs> there might be a chance that we'll see like four of them in top eight, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, right, the time of release of character to Evo is too short to patch. They need to do so much to figure it all out in just one week. Also, in terms of logistics, Evo needs to update crazy amount of consoles. Yeah, it'll just it'll it'll be a nightmare, especially for gaming generations, because they're the ones who've got to update everything. So uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be rough. So, but we'll see we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll definitely get some Rashids in there. I mean, we already saw the tweet from Flux. He was just like, "I'm maining Rashid." just to be chaos like he says he just wants to be chaos he just wants to go in there and ruin lives 
with uh with Rashid. So, you know, like there's definitely a lot of people who are going to have that mentality who are like, you know what? I don't plan to win Evo, but I want to use Rashid because I just want to ruin people's lives. <laughs> so that's definitely a potential in there. But yeah, for those people who don't understand why we talk about this kind of banning situation, why? Because I don't think Gold Lewis was allowed at Evo last year because Gold Lewis came out like one week before Evo, I think. So I don't think Gold Lewis was allowed at Evo. And again, the reason why is because, you know, because people don't have the time to prepare for him. You could be a person who was like, well, I'm going to try really hard at Evo. I don't have a lot of money, so I'm not going to buy a season pass just yet. I'll wait till after Evo, you know, to save up for that. So because I don't need to worry about a season pass. And then all of a sudden, the Rashid is going to be legal and you're like, crap, yeah, I got to buy the season pass now. You know, like there's a lot of uh, frustrations coming with that. Like, oh, I lost to a character that I didn't have a chance to lab. In that week and a half, nobody I knew played Rashid, so I couldn't practice against the strong Rashid. You know, there's a lot, like, for, for competitors who are serious, it's a very, very irksome thing. And you you'll, you see a lot of uh, the, the topper top players kind of being like, really? <laughs> You're letting Rashid go in there, huh? How does character rentals work? You know what, Lurker Spine? I remember seeing something about that, and I had never heard of that, and I didn't research it. I... You can rent characters in Street Fighter Six. <laughs> that you can is that something you can do? It's by hour. Whoa, that's so weird. <laughs> you need to buy the pass one hour rent. That is wild. <laughs> that is wild. Oh, you oh you can obtain them for free. I see, I see. So Crump Chump in the chat says that he has three for free already. Got it. Okay, okay. That's crazy. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, I don't mind it. I think that's 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 the coolest version <laughs> that's existed in a fighting game yet to try out DLC. I mean, like the fact that they'll let you try a DLC character so that you can just be like, I don't like this guy and then not buy him is pretty brave of Capcom. I guess they're counting on the fact that they're designing the characters well enough that everybody that tries a character is going to be like, yo, I want this character. <laughs> I want this character. So for sure, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate this idea, especially if they're giving coins out for free that you can get so that you can rent them for an hour. I actually kind of like this uh, idea here. Uh, <laughs> in DBFZ... You are swapping bodies with Ginyu. <laughs> Yo, they didn't think of that, huh? How, uh, wait, but could you, you couldn't pick them in training mode though, right? Because you didn't have them. So were you just like playing against like a... How did you choose them to swap the bodies? Or did you swap bodies with other players online just to try the character? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, arcade mode where they are playable. Oh, they were just playable in arcade mode. Okay, okay. That's so funny. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, I love it. 
But yeah, in any case, uh, Rashid, it will be playable at Evo, and yeah, he's going to he's gonna create some salt. But I mean, there's you're we're gonna see the opposite as well, right? There's gonna be someone who maybe if they stuck with their JP or they stuck with their Cami, probably would have gotten farther than trying to make it by maining Rashid. But they just love Rashid and they have to play him. So there might be some players that might actually suffer the opposite fate in that they do worse because they're trying to pick up Rashid, you know, uh, and don't know the, the, the full extent of how he can escape certain situations or he doesn't understand a lot of the matchups with the character yet. A week and a half is a very short time to lab out, you know, 18 other matchups, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, unless you just sit down and play forever. So uh, I think the winner of this whole situation are viewers. Yeah, it's probably true. And, you know, you know, the commentators are going to be excited every time they see Rashid. We're all just going to be like, yo, Rashid, yo, we get to see some Rashid, you know. That's how we always felt whenever we got to see, like, Gold Lewis and Bridget when they first dropped and stuff like that. So, uh, okay, 19 to do the mirror. Fair enough, Lurker Spy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, but yeah, and yeah, a lot of people might not even try Rashid, even if they want to, because they need to stick to their main character to make sure that they have the best chance at Evo. So it might not be as crazy as a lot of us think. It might be pretty crazy. <laughs> it might end up so, like Blue said, that we don't even get a Rashid in Top 48. We could also get a situation where someone like Big Bird wins Evo with Rashid. <laughs> like, that is absolutely uh, ab uh, possible here. Uh, Lucent says this is a good year. Uh, I mean, look, we had, I had someone in the chat say that they haven't even been paying, to, paying attention to fighting games and Street Fighter all that much, but Street Fighter Six has brought them back in, and now Mortal Kombat 1 is coming out, and now Tekken 8 is coming out, so... We are in a good time for fighting games, honestly. Uh, I, so uh, this is a really, really good time. And the fact that Street Fighter VI is going to be the only one out for EVO is pretty big. For pretty big, to be honest with you. Uh, one month early prediction. Is it time for US to finally win EVO in Street Fighter? So uh, the two best chances of that, one is half US. <laughs> So the biggest chances, in my opinion, for winning, well, three chances, I'll say, and one of them is half U.S. Uh, Mena's the half, Kevamati. Mena's the half. He lives in Massachusetts. He'll represent North America. It'll be North America's first win. Um, the other two, uh, Punk, obviously, because Punk is just Punk, and he's really good. And uh, he just adapts really fast. He's just, I mean, like I said, he was the one who made Street Fighter V. We were all playing Punk Fighter V by the end of, uh, of Pink, I'm sorry. We were playing Pink Fighter V uh, by the end of Street Fighter V. And the last one, of course, is Christitarian, right? So Christitarian's Ken is frankly just absolutely ridiculous so i think chris has a, a really really good chance uh don't don't loosen don't 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 i'm not i don't even want to repeat it out loud so people at home can hear it i just i don't know don't don't uh will the mike watson bean burrito fart strategy work at evo yeah it will <laughs> you it will 
it would work. I don't know if anybody's going to do it. So uh, Idom is, 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 is having a little bit trouble with the game right now, I think. I think he's having a little bit of trouble acclimating to the game right now. I absolutely think Idom has the capability of being one of the best, but I, I don't think this first Evo is in position for Idom to, uh, to do that. Uh, I don't think he's quite there yet, so... Um, Snowsy uh, asks if I'm commentating Evo or what. I'll find out soon, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, look, I know I'm James Chen, so I should be like, you're damn right I'm doing it. They'd be stupid not to... Ha I, I, I never feel that. I'll never take anything for granted. Uh, Zygon, uh, Nathan is half Siamese, half Burmese, which makes him officially Tonkinese. That's what he is, and it's that time again! Da, 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 da. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Oh, look at the boy. Look at the boy. Look at the boy. Hi. Hi, buddy. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to love him and squeeze him and name him George. Hi. Yeah, my ex was obsessed with Burmese cats, and so both of my cats are half Burmese, and I totally understand. Yeah, that's actually true, too, what Shay says. There's also a whole army of known Japanese players that we haven't seen, seen them complete, compete seriously before Evo. Dude, I, I was watching some event, and Shuto was using modern Mariza and beat Momochi's Ken 3-2. to two. Shuto was using modern Marisa. There is definitely going to be some. Uh, there is going to be some violence at, at Evo, dude. Oh man. Oh, modern is not banned at anything. Modern is absolutely allowed. I don't know why anybody would think modern is banned. Capcom has stated early on that they want it to be legal, and modern so far hasn't showed up to be any sort of. Uh, modern hasn't showed its hand as any sort of um, uh, domination. There's really no domination of modern at all whatsoever at this part, at this point. So, uh, Giuna says he believes Japan is behind. That's crazy. <laughs> Giuna said that, huh? Giuna gets on my case every time I try to talk about other places. So, uh, gonna be a sea of modern geeks dude modern geeks aren't gonna make it very far dude they're just they're just not yeah 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 yeah. you can actually change modern to classic and reverse you absolutely be able to do that but look what people have to realize is that modern controls is just cvs groove or alpha 3 ism that's all it is it's 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 nothing more than that 
right? It's 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 a different version of the character. So there's you're just picking a groove or you're just picking an ism. And that's really the best way to think about it. I mean, it'd be like an old Samurai Showdown game and you can pick between bust and slash, you know? It's just, yeah, just whatever. So, yeah, it's just a different ism because the other thing you always have to remember about modern controls is you lose a lot of buttons. You lose a lot of buttons. Cammy loses her crouching medium punch? You have no combo off of crouching heavy punch. You have no combo off of crouching heavy punch. How do you even play Cammy without a crouching medium kick? How? I mean, a crouching medium punch. How? How? Like, literally impossible. I just, I don't even think that's possible. So, yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about this just a little bit over here. Look, let's just talk about this. There we go. Uh, Street Fighter 6 Modern loses a lot of tools. Let's take a look at this here. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that, unholy chimichangas. Uh, most people think Geef is weak. So are you saying people who think Zangief is good are bad at the game? Or are you saying people who think he's bad are bad at the game? Because I agree with you that people who think Zangief is good <laughs> don't know how to fight grapplers. I already released the video that said uh, that you, you suck at fighting grapplers. <laughs> you suck at fighting grapplers. Remember, when you fight a grappler, it turns you into a zoner. Every time you fight a grappler, you become a zoner. That's just how it works. That's just how it works. Uh, like some of these characters I don't know enough, but this is an excellent resource here that was put together by Castle09 on Twitter. That's K-A-S-T-L-E-09, uh, posted on July 8th, so three days ago. So if you do a search for Castle09 with a K, uh, you can find this uh, spreadsheet here. Uh, he put this together, and as you can see here, there's a lot of things that you lose. So Blanca, I mean, I don't know Blanca well enough to really say how much of this hurts, but I also do think losing light and heavy rainbow ball might be kind of a problem, <laughs> uh, honestly. But look at Cammy here. She, she loses standing light kick? Dude, Cammy is, she is unplayable in modern. Cammy is literally unplayable in modern. She loses standing light kick and she loses crouching medium punch. This character is literally unplayable in, in modern controls. She is literally unplayable. Holy crap. Oh, she loses light and medium hooligan. That's kind of a problem too. Uh, Chun-Li loses standing medium kick which is a great anti-air button she loses standing heavy kick standing heavy kick is important because it's the farthest reaching button that combos into her stance attacks that you don't need a punish counter or anything uh, standing fierce doesn't link into her stance moves only back heavy punch and standing heavy kick too losing standing heavy kick is actually kind of a uh, 
is painful for Chun-Li, to be honest with you. She loses her overhead uh, in normal matches. She loses that little flip-kicky move. I mean, that's a little gimmicky. She loses jump fierce fierce. Yeah, that's what I mean. Her standing medium kick is a great anti-air. She only has me medium kick Hazanshu. DJ loses standing heavy punch. Like, isn't that like one of the DJ buttons? Isn't standing medium kick and standing heavy punch like the DJ buttons? <laughs> Aren't like those the DJ buttons? That's brutal, dude. Oh, he just loses two of the super arts. Okay. Well, uh, yes, you can, but the problem is Gundam Jehudi Kai is that, remember, the, the moves that are missing are literally the ones that you cannot do because Hazanshu and uh, Hazanshu is the same motion as going into the stance, right? So you can't do quarter circle back into something else because quarter circle back is taken by the stance, I think. And so you can't actually do these. Like, we'll see that with Ryu. Because uh, Hasogeki and Tatsu are both quarter circle backs, and Fireball and Donkey Kick are both quarter circle forwards, literally one of those moves does not have the ability to do the motion with the button. So you are literally missing uh, versions of those uh, buttons. Dalsum is losing standing light kick and standing medium kick. He loses crouching heavy kick. He doesn't have the heavy kick slide. Um, he loses yoga mountain, which is back in heavy kick. That's the knee. He loses karma kick. He loses the yoga mummy too. Dang. Dude, he loses light and heavy yoga arch. Oof. Oh, dang. Okay. Honda loses standing light kick and standing medium kick. I mean, Honda might be one of the only characters that's not going to have a problem because he's just like, whatever. Dosgoy! 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 Yeah, Honda seems like a great modern character. <laughs> Yoga Arch is the up fireball. So he only has medium distance on up fireball. So you can't throw, like, for example, the EX heavy one to have it land behind you and bounce back at the opponent and stuff like that. Uh, Guile is a big one. Uh, standing heavy punch, whatever, standing light kick. But what he loses, honestly, is this. This is the big one. Reverse spin kick. He loses the upside down kick which is a great throw bait move. So I feel like losing this is pretty big. It's also great in neutral because this thing reaches hella far. So Guile losing this, he also loses the high kick, which removes some of his combos. Uh, he doesn't have an overhead anymore. So he definitely loses uh, a substantial amount of stuff over here. Um, Jamie loses standing light kick, crouching medium punch. Uh, and light kick and heavy kick break dance. I don't know enough about Jamie to really say how this affects him that badly. Uh, how bad crouching medium punch. I mean, he does pseudo lose crouching light punch as well. Uh, he has access to it only in his auto combo, but, uh, or I'm sorry, in his chains, but he doesn't have access to it. So I don't know how badly this hurts him here. 
JP loses standing light kick. He loses crouching medium punch. Uh, he loses M a medium and a heavy Strebog, which is uh, the cane, right? He only has light cane uh, at this point. That's kind of big too, right? Because heavy cane is super important for wall bouncing and stuff like that, right? Isn't heavy cane really useful for juggle combos? Like losing, losing, losing uh, the heavy cane strike, I feel like is a big loss. Uh, but he seems most likely he can still play uh, that. So the assist button, what the assist button does is all it does is it make it when you hold the button, it performs an auto combo for you. It just so happens that some of the auto combos start with moves that you do not have access to. So you can use it that way. You can use the move by using it as the first move of the auto combo uh, without doing the rest of it. So the assist button isn't necessarily designed to cover missing moves. It's just designed to let you do combos. And for some characters, it lets you do that. Uh, they definitely list them that way. I'll double check with Zangief because I think Zangief has some of those. Jury is missing standing medium kick. Okay, completely unplayable. Completely unplayable. <laughs> I don't even think I need to look at anything else. Jury is missing standing medium kick. That's it. Game over. I mean, maybe towards medium punch is pretty decent uh, as a way to make up for it, but Jesus. Yeah, that's a brutal one. Ken is missing crouching light punch. That's huge. That is huge. So I've messed with Ken enough to know that this is how all of his combos work. Because his medium punch is five frames and his crouching light punch is plus five. A lot of his combos lead into a situation where only his crouching light punch four frame button can connect, but it links into his standing medium punch. So a lot of combos he has, like the cool low fierce run stop off of drive cans, off of drive rushes, has to link into low jab. No, not that one. It's, it's, it's a different situation. But like if you actually do uh, Dragon Lash and hit a crouching character, I think you're plus four. So you have to low jab into standing strong to keep the combo going. And so Ken loses a lot of combo situations. Uh, it's, it loses a lot of combo situations. Losing that button is brutal. Like you would normally look at it and be like, oh, you lost... Oh, you lost Crouching Light Punch. What? No, dude, that is that is massive for Ken. Uh, Kimberly loses Standing Light Kick. Uh, that hurts her uh, neutral. Dude, she loses Crouching Medium Punch. Game over. Game over. <laughs> this is her hit confirm button. Remember earlier on the stream when I said Strong Fierce is punishable on block. So with Kimberly, you use Crouching Medium Punch as your hit confirm. You use Crouching Medium Punch into Stand Medium Punch as your hit confirm. If they block Crouching Medium Punch, you can stop. If it hits, you go into Strong Fierce. That's her best hit confirm. You take away Crouching Medium Punch. That hurts a lot. Losing Jumping Heavy Punch, uh, not super brutal, but it does lead to her safe jump mix-up in the corner. And so losing Jumping Heavy Punch takes away one of your mix-up options in the corner. 
Uh, she has everything else, though. Again, a lot of the new characters can be designed more intelligently with modern controls in mind. Uh, Lily loses standing medium kick and standing heavy kick. Uh, she loses her overhead, which would help me, because I do her overhead by accident all the time. I don't know why, whenever I did T-Hawk's Crouching Fierce Chop, I always did it at down forward, and so I keep doing the same thing with Lily. It's also because I want to, well, go into wind, that's what it is. And so every time I cancel a crouching move into wind, into quarter circle back, I always go to down forward. But, uh, Lily doesn't seem, I mean, I don't know. Lily players would have to tell me how bad losing standing medium kick and standing heavy kick are. Um, I don't know if this is brutal, but seems like Lily can be played more with modern controls than some of the other characters. Uh, she doesn't seem like she's losing as much. Uh, let's see. Luke is losing standing. Luke loses standing medium kick. Wow. <laughs> She lo he loses standing medium kick. That's another great poke to have. He loses back heavy kick, which is one of his strongest combo options. I mean, you've seen what he can do. Like back heavy kick, punish counter, drive rush, back heavy kick. Like this is where he gets a lot of his big damage from on good confirms. But otherwise, he's got most of his stuff. I think Luke is also another good modern character, but I think he's also designed to be a good modern character, right? Like, I think they probably would have gone out of their way to make sure Luke played well as a modern character. Uh, Manon loses standing heavy kick? The broken button of footsies? <laughs> like... Manon already has enough trouble in footsies as it is. Losing standing heavy kick. I mean, Manon players, correct me if I'm wrong, this is ginormous, right? Because that's the button that's super hard to whiff punish, reaches super far, and is really, really safe, right? Like, because of the range that it has. And she loses crouching medium punch as well. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know about this. And she even loses medium and heavy renverse. renverse. I don't know if that's actually bad, but like, I feel like you, you do need these, right? Don't you need these? I, I don't know, but oof. Yeah, I don't know if Manon is playable at this point. I don't know enough about Marisa to really be able to say, but I think Marisa's crouching medium kick is really useful in footsies, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know how useful her standing light kick is. Uh, losing jumping medium kick? That's a cross-up, isn't it? Like, isn't that like how she gets her safe jump? You do the, you do the uh, light punch phalanx into jumping medium kick, and whether they get up in place or back roll, the jumping medium kick safe jumps them. So I think losing jumping medium kick is actually pretty big for Marisa as well. Oh, she learns the double poundy punch. Why would she... Oh, she probably just loses the first hit of double poundy punch. Okay. But that also sets up stuff for her as well, right? If I'm not mistaken. Dude, she just loses the lunging kick? She doesn't even get a single version of the lunging kick? That's what Quadriga is, right? Quadriga is the, uh, is the lunging kick, if I'm not mistaken. Quarter circle forward with kick? 
So she just completely loses a move. She just loses a special move. Oh. Rashid. <laughs> Empty. But I, hey, I appreciate that you put it in here first uh, already. I appreciate that. Ryu loses standing medium kick. That's a pretty decent poke as well. But he's another character that I feel like that they would try their best to make him work with modern controls. So standing medium kick and standing heavy kick, losing those buttons, probably a problem. Uh, he loses back heavy punch. But not having access to light or heavy tatsus. And light and heavy donkey kick. Light donkey kick is really kind of important, isn't it? Isn't it just kind of like... um. Like, it's a good combo ender, right? It combos in certain situations that none of the donkey kicks can combo in, uh, uh, into without EX, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so far, Anime Jane, it seems like Lily is the best to play as modern. And Zangief here. Um, yeah, so see here, he lists it. So he has auto light attack for a standing light kick. Because uh, you can actually access it, his standing light kick with the auto combo, basically. So it's actually listed here. So, um, uh, But losing standing medium kick, but losing crouching medium kick, I think is the most brutal thing for Zangief. By the way, I don't see modern... Like, I know it's because I have 30 plus years of playing classic Street Fighter. But I sat down and tried to do modern Zangief combos. I couldn't do his combos, dude. I swear, I, it felt like I was speaking another language. It was terrifying. I was just like, what is happening? Like, I couldn't do anything. I'm sure I, if I got muscle memory in place, I could do it. But holy crap, modern controls almost felt more complex to me because now I had to think about button combinations to get access to certain things like EXs and stuff. And I was like, what's happening? I felt like, you know, like the, 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 the guy who drank the wrong grail, right? What is happening? And then I just turned to dust, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm old using modern controls. Uh, he loses power stomps. Oh, no. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, out of everybody, Lily seems like the strongest in modern controls. Like she might lose the least. So I, I really feel like Lily and Zangief were kind of balanced around modern controls. I mean, Zangief certainly loses that crouching medium kick, which I think is super important. But at the same time, he still has crouching heavy kick, which is pretty decent. So, uh, but yeah, this is my point. Is like, if, if you think that modern is broken, study this chart. Again, I've retweeted it, but uh, go to the source uh, at... K-A-S-T-L-E-09. I'll type this into the chat so you guys can see it on screen over here. So you guys can see it over here. But go to at Castle09 on Twitter. This is his Twitter account right here. And on June 8th, uh, June 8th is his tweet for this spreadsheet. So you can get access to the spreadsheet and, and then uh, basically hold on to it. 
study what the characters lose, right? Like study what the characters lose because once you do that, you realize the things that you no longer have to be afraid of and you, you realize things that they're missing, right? Like let's say you fight a modern DJ and you're dancing around his standing medium kick range because you're scared of standing medium kick because you didn't study the fact that he loses standing medium kick. Like, these are the things that you have to understand, that you have to study to know how to fight modern control characters. So uh, that's, that's really, really important to know. If you don't know that Guile doesn't have his upside-down kick, you're going to be scared at the range where he can upside-down kick you even though he doesn't have access to the move, right? So again, think of modern controls as an ism. Think of modern controls as a... Um, as a groove, as a CVS2 groove. Those, that's how you have to look at it. And so that way, if you look at it that way, you are not going to be as, uh, you know, you're not gonna be like, God, modern controls are cheap. They shouldn't be able to do the things that, duh. you know, like it's, it's honestly, it's not, I, I haven't seen it be a problem yet. I haven't seen it be a problem. And seriously, I feel like some characters are unplayable like, I just, I don't even know how Cammy can be played without light kick and without uh, medium punch, crouching medium punch. I just, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I would feel completely hamstrung with a lot of my combos that I want to do, you know? <laughs> oh, man. That's what I should have said in my commentary. If you choose the wrong control type, you may just lose. Oh, man. But, uh, uh, my head will be modern control. Yeah, I don't know. Right? How interesting is that going to be? Is Ed going to come out with motion controls? And classic Ed is just modern controls? Like, that would be really fascinating. Uh, because they don't have button tap moves anymore they don't have button tap moves anymore i don't think psycho flicker is gonna be a button mash move anymore it might just be quarter circle back to be honest with you and then in modern controls it's just gonna be like honda and everybody it's just gonna be a normal button press there's a lot of potential that ed could be very different so that'd be, it's going to be interesting to see how he works. It'll be weird to have Ed with uh, classic controls. Do I feel the modern control damage nerf is necessary? For now, yes. For now, yes, because it's a safety net. It is a safety net right now, and I think it was smarter for them to put that safety net to potentially make modern too weak than to have it come out the gate at full strength. Uh, also, yes, like I would actually, so the reason why, the other reason why it's important is because of the ability to EX react to things and special move and super react to things. Remember, the 80% damage nerf does not apply to normals. Does not apply to normals, only applies to special moves, okay, and supers. So the normals don't change, and I think they did it just because if you have something like uh, Cammy's EX Spin Knuckle, 
you can react to a fireball just by walking back and forth and going yoink and then do EX spin knuckle. And I think that's why they have the nerf. You know, walk up 720s, exact, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it is important that they put that damage nerf in there, uh, honestly. So if you, if you manually do the inputs, it's not reduced, right? Yes, that is correct, J-Dog. So they're trying to punish you for the ability to react instantly. That's what they're basically doing with the, with the modern control special moves. And I think, that's, I think that's the right way to start. Maybe they'll find out in the future it really doesn't ma matter. But, you know, for now, I think it's a safer way to do it. Uh, yeah, in the end of a combo, the super damage reductions are reasonable. But then that's fine because the super isn't necessarily... The super and modern controls in a combo... It, modern controls give you no advantage in that. If, unless you just can't do quarter circle forward, quarter circle forward, and it's just physically difficult to do, uh, anyone who's no, natural at classic controls will be able to use supers in a combo no matter what. <laughs> the same way you can use supers uh, with modern, right? It's, it's not going to make a difference for them. And again, you know, we don't want to ban modern because, I mean, uh, I had somebody in my show you can scrimmage who won the tournament and was using modern controls. And he's like, I have arthritis in my wrist. He's like, I can't, I couldn't play fighting games anymore until modern controls. He was like, that has let me play fighting games again. And... It's like you read that and you're like, why would you want to ban modern controls, man? <laughs> Come on. I watch my friends play against each other. One uses modern, the other uses classic. And they're at the same level of player, but one uses auto combo for every punish. And the classic is not as optimal because he's basically new. It's kind of frustrating to watch, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, again, when you're watching new players, don't think of it as frustrating because they're not optimal. That's how we all started. It's how it all goes. Just, uh, you know, encourage them, help them. And if they don't want to learn, don't worry about it. Like if, if you're like, dude, you can do a better combo. And they're like, shut up. I'm just trying to have fun. Dude, let them have fun. It doesn't have to be all sweaty, right? Like, I mean, honestly, if we're all playing basketball on a court, some guy doesn't have the proper shooting form, you know, just, just, just let them play. And who knows, maybe they become Sean Marion. You never know, right? I mean, honestly, uh... Fighting games are supposed to be fun. So, <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, yeah, I think modern, modern, I just don't see any reason for it to be considered too strong for a lot of the reasons that we just went over there. So, 